Hi everyone, happy Friday and welcome to The Bun Podcast. My name is Ashley Weber and I am so excited that you're here tuning in and listening and giving this podcast a chance. I'm super excited about the content that I have ready to go for 2020 and I can't wait to journey with you guys this year as uh, we pursue together living that full life that's full of color and joy and zest. Uh, If you know me, I'm a big believer in living life to the fullest and my whole purpose is really inspiring other other people to do the same and I believe that every day can be enjoyed to the fullest it can be celebrated you can go to bed with a smile on your face and you can wake up with a smile on your face uh, thinking about the day you had and thinking forward to the day that you can have so when I created the bun brand uh, I was really thinking about how do I encapsulate that into all the different buckets of life that I love so we have the bun podcast on the bun blog where I get most of my content out and if you you don't want to miss out on any of this content you're going to want to subscribe to my emails so you can subscribe to those emails at the link in my Instagram bio at ash.weber make sure you do that and you won't miss out on anything Monday Wednesday mornings you're gonna get a blog to your inbox it's gonna set your day up for success and then on Fridays I'm gonna release a new podcast episode every single Friday so I'm super excited about that and one of my focuses for uh, 2020 talk about New Year's resolutions I I know people have mixed reviews about those, but you know, I'm all for anything that's an attempt to better yourself or do better, be better, add more value to the world around you. So if that's a new year's resolution, go for it, call it out, name it. So for me, one of those is consistency. So whatever it is that I'm putting into my schedule, I want to be consistent about that. And uh, producing my content is one of my highest priorities with that consistency is if I'm putting out my blog Monday, Wednesday, get it out Monday, Wednesday. Uh, If I'm putting out an episode Friday, get it out Friday. So I'm going to try my very, very absolute best um, to get all of that content to you guys. Uh, So that's kind of the bun podcast and the bun blog side of things. And uh, if you're wondering what else I kind of do and I love, well, I have the bun fitness. So if any of my content on my feed, I'll hashtag bun fitness so you can find it easily. So on Instagram, you'll be able to search hashtag bun fitness, find any of my videos, any of my tips and tricks, as well as my class schedules at Cyclone Spin Studio. So I'm teaching downtown Kitchener at this amazing studio. It's going to be one of the best 50 minute sweats that you could get in your life. You'll leave so empowered, motivated, and just full of positivity. So check out a class. If you're not sure if you'll like it, your first class is actually absolutely free. Uh, So just send me a message. We'll get you all set up with that. And that's kind of the bun fitness side of things. Bun fashion, we haven't disappeared. I love clothes. I love fashion. And I want to inspire you and make that accessible to you. So basically what I do is, uh, if you know me, I don't wear things uh, numerous times. Sometimes people say I don't wear it more than once. I'd hope to think I'm not that bad, but maybe I am. But I'm working on doing a massive upload of uh, clothes to my website. So just stay tuned for that drop. It's going to be a lot of of clothes and uh, lightly worn at a really discounted price. So stay tuned to that. Um, My husband's really on me to clean out my closet. So it's coming. 
Um, and then we have uh, Bon Travel. So this year, if you've been following me at all, you'll think, man, where is this girl going next? And um, that's been intentional. This year, we're really trying to travel as much as possible. Uh, just the season of life that we're in. And we know that with family planning and things like that, um, it's not always going to be necessarily this easy. So this year, we're traveling as much as we can. Uh, but we don't want those amazing experiences to live and die with us. But we really wanted to be intentional about documenting what we did, what was good, what was bad, so that we could really uh, provide you guys some planning advice if you're looking to travel to these places or maybe it's somewhere we haven't been, I'll look into that for you and I'd love to help you plan your next vacation uh, through Bon Travel. So shoot me a message to find out more details on how exactly that could work. Um, but just this year, we've had an amazing honeymoon, so I'd love to work with you honeymooners out there or if you're wanting to adventure Europe, we've been all over there, a little bit of the Caribbean, maybe it's a winter vacay. Well, we're heading to Banff in a few weeks, so uh, we're really working to document everything again, as I said, so that we can really help other people enjoy the same experiences that we have um, and really get the most out of their traveling. You know, it's always best when you go off recommendations, I find. You know, somebody says, oh, find this uh, cafe or this restaurant in this nook and cranny of the city, and that's where you're going to have the most amazing experience. For, for example, a friend of ours told us that Ralph Lauren had a restaurant in Paris. And unless somebody tells you, you will not find this restaurant. So it's basically like a Ralph Lauren storefront, beautiful storefront. But if you kind of walk through the store, at the back of the store, there's this small entrance to the restaurant. And it is the most exquisite, charming thing we've ever experienced. Great food, great atmosphere. So if you're going to Paris, there's a little sneak peek for you. Uh, check out Ralph Lauren's. But stay tuned. I'm working on putting together um, actually a, a big upload of content to the blog that will kind of stay stationary as a featured piece on the blog of all of the cities that I've been to and my top recommendations for all of those. So stay tuned for that as well. All right, you're here for the podcast. You're here for some inspiration and motivation. So let's get to that. So while I was away most recently, um, as we cruised through Europe, we had five days at sea. It was a transatlantic cruise. So I was a little bit nervous about those five days. You don't see land, you don't get off that boat. Uh, we would have no access to cable or internet or phone calls or Wi-Fi or anything like that. Um, but I'm happy to say that we thoroughly enjoyed those five days. We got to really unplug and disconnect in, in a way that you don't often allow yourself to. Everybody can, um, but oftentimes we'll say, oh, well, I'll take a break from social media this, uh, you know, today, but you'll still check your email. You'll still go out and see other friends and work through a to-do list. To be completely at rest for five days was so refreshing and refueling. It was amazing. Um, and I'm so thankful my husband didn't mind it. So it was his first cruise, and I somehow convinced him that a 16-day cruise was normal for your first cruise, uh, which if he hadn't liked the cruise life, that would have been 
uh, a big issue, but he liked it, thankfully, so that was great. But this five days at sea without cable, internet, phone service, or computer allowed me the opportunity, or forced me the opportunity, to read five books, and they were actually quite amazing, and I have a journal full of takeaways. So my next uh, several podcasts, I'm going to be working through some of the things that I've learned. Uh, So today I'm working off of the book that I read called How Women Rise by Sally Helguskin and Marshall Goldsmith. And I really recommend it. It's a great book. But here are some of the notes that I took. Um, Number one lesson here was don't pass judgment. Now, you may be thinking just in a negative sense of gossip, but I also mean in a positive sense of just weighing in with opinion. So what do I mean by this? Well, It is better to listen first than weigh in immediately with a response. Now, again, this isn't just in the circumstance of passing negative judgment on a person based on third-party information or an assumption or some, you know, you may make about their behavior or appearance, or this might be, you know, weighing in with judgment in a gossipy situation. That's an obvious don't. But I mean, this also comes to play when you're asked an opinion on a decision, situation, or circumstance that could be completely non-controversial. It could be a a positive thing, and they're just wanting your opinion or advice. Um, And I had to learn learn this in the corporate workspace, and I'm still learning this throughout my time in the workplace in a professional setting, but I'm an eager beaver. If you know me, you know that. And when we would have brainstorming sessions, I would be popping out ideas faster than popcorn could pop. Like, let me tell you, and this can be a strength, but it can also make for others to see that kind of person as somebody who doesn't think before she speaks and might be a little impulsive, which sometimes I am, but when I was told to think intentionally during meetings to not try to be the first person to speak so that when I did speak, it would hold a little more weight. It really changed things for me. I started to notice that people would kind of be darting their eyes towards me to look for me to give my idea, to see what I was thinking, rather than me just explosively offering all these ideas and people thinking that it was just totally off the cuff. Um, so, so that's something that I really am trying to do. And this book really solidified for me that when you just think through your thought, allow other people perhaps to speak, um, really listen to what others are saying and then provide your opinion or your say, quote unquote, judgment on a scenario or situation, people are going to take that a lot more seriously and hold it with a lot more weight. And people will actually begin to look to you uh, and not just necessarily expect 500 ideas to the one that might actually stand firm. So that's a little bit of advice for 2020, a little recipe for success. Uh, Listen before you speak, allow other people to give ideas, and uh, when you do speak, it will hold a little more weight. But back to the passing judgment on others in a negative situation. I just want to comment on this for a second. But this is a stupid thing to do. It actually harms your reputation and the person's character that you're talking about. People don't trust people that gossip and judge others. I'm sure you've heard this before, but if someone is gossiping to you about someone, they're probably doing the same thing behind your back. 
Be the kind of person that shuts down that kind of talk and doesn't participate in it either. When it comes up, which it's bound to, a simple I'd rather not talk about that will shut it down pretty fast and that person will be checked in their spirit and they probably will be slow to do that again. So there's the first lesson from one of the first books that I read. A good one for us all to implement to make this world a better place and live life as a person who is thoughtful and respectful. I've got two more quick ones for you before we sign off today. Don't start a sentence with. All right, are you ready? You should be totally taking notes. This is good stuff to remember. So first one, don't pass judgment. Listen before you speak. Number two, don't start a sentence with no, but, or however. Now this is, you know, that's a tricky one to actually implement. So you may want to get some accountability, a friend or two to just remind you when you might be overusing these words. So for example, no, we've already tried that way and we saw how that turned out. Oh no, I've done that before. Been there, done that, does not work. Or, but what if the information doesn't come through? Or, but what if they don't show up on time? Or, but what if we miss a deliverable and then we put the whole project behind? Or, but, but, but. Or perhaps you use however, you're more of a however gal. However, there's one thing you forgot. Or however, you weren't there last time that we tried this. However, the implementation may not have the uptake that you're projecting. Or however, however, however. You know, you can disagree with someone and challenge their ideas. Of course, that is healthy. But you can do it in a way that will set the conversation up for success. You see, no, but and however are actually negative qualifiers that we use habitually but don't realize how they're a direct contradiction to what someone else is saying. You're actually disregarding someone else's well thought out position. You're punching them in the gut. You're totally disregarding and just pushing down their point of view. You may not mean it that way, but when someone has just been vulnerable enough to share a perspective or idea and it's met with no, but, or however, you may as well punch them in the gut, tell them to shut up that you don't care about their opinion. You don't mean that, but that's what they hear. You see, these are verbal tics that can really impact how people see us and approach us both personally and professionally. So what do we do when we have a somewhat critical point to make? Well, here are some of the suggestions that How Women Rise made. Number one, Try to find something about the person um, and what they've said to affirm and bring positivity to it. Like, wow, that is a great idea. Yes, thank you for that. Let's also consider, try phrases like this. There's gotta be something good or interesting about what they said. Or secondly, make your point without completely disqualifying what the speaker said before you. Perhaps there's something that they came up with that could be complementary to what you're about to say. Try and work the two together or create a harmonious illustration if at all possible. This intentionality and thoughtfulness around your communication and speech will really encourage healthy conversation and encourage others to speak up around you. You don't want to be that person that people are afraid to talk around, that are afraid to uh, give their ideas or weigh in with their opinions. Um, you'll actually end up shutting down some great opportunities and ideas before they actually even come to light just because people are afraid of what your reaction might be. So let's live openly and thoughtfully with one another. So that's number two. Don't start a sentence with no, but, or however. All right, last one right here. Eliminate excuses. 
So this again is from the book, How Women Rise. And they talk about how blunt and subtle excuses can actually damage our reputation quite a bit. So what do I mean by that? Well, try eliminating blunt excuses like, sorry, I was late. My car broke down. My calendar malfunctioned. My dog ate my homework. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I just, I totally messed up the time. You know, these are such an ineffective way to present yourself as someone people can trust and look to. You're actually adding to an illustration that is painting a picture that you don't have your act together. You're perpetuating a negative visual of who you are when a simple unadorned I'm sorry is always more effective. Why? It dismisses the negative situation quickly, not having people focused on it so that the room, the atmosphere, the conversation can move on to the next subject. You can move on to something positive, a value add. Um, Just as blunt excuses are ineffective, so are subtle excuses, but in a slightly different manner. So subtle excuses make people think that um, your reasoning is an unalterable aspect of who you are. So things like, oh, I'm just not a morning person. Oh, I just can't keep my mouth shut. Oh, the winter always makes me late. Or this month, I'm just so disorganized. You're basically setting yourself up for perpetual failure. You're basically saying to those around you, don't expect any more than this from me, which is a very negative thing and they're not going to respect or trust that. Uh, Instead, you'd be much better off, again, just apologizing and looking for a solution to better yourself and to change that perhaps negative perpetual quality. How can you combat that and set yourself up for success? But blabbering about it in front of a room is not going to do you any good. You know, we feel sometimes that it's being humble and we kind of pat ourselves on the back for being self-aware as if it's taking responsibility for our actions, but taking responsibility for our actions would be recognizing that uh, that's perhaps disrespectful to the people around us and that we need to come up with a solution uh, to change our behaviors and actions and habits uh, to be one that can meet expectations that we have set and we've agreed to uh, and meet commitments that we've agreed to. Uh, Because when we do otherwise, what people are hearing is that we're incapable of change and we actually end up undercutting our ability to let go of those behaviors that hold us back if we're clinging to that self-defeating belief that they're somehow part of our genetic makeup and we're making other people believe that too. So all in all, if something happens and you're late, you make a mistake, simply apologize and look for a solution personally with probably some people that are closest to you for accountability to ensure that it doesn't happen again. So those are three recipes for success for our first podcast of 2020. Eliminate excuses. Uh, Don't start a sentence with no butter, however, and don't pass judgment. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that episode. I've loved chatting with you. If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear a comment below on the blog post that hosts this podcast or check me out on Instagram. You can always find me there and uh, I'll chat with you guys next Friday. Thanks so much. Bye.